Hey guys, this is Jesus, and I want to thank the following Patreon listeners. Nick Morgan, Tristan Gilbert, Timu Halasharu, Night Spider, Alice, Andrew Hanks, Colin Matter, Brittany Wilson, Hell Seth, and Stevador 2. Thanks for helping these hunters take down a small town evil. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fanable Podcast Network. We're here to play a game of... What game we haven't played? Actually, we've never played this particular game in the World of Darkness, have we? I don't think so, because I would remember. Yes, true, true. Are you sure? But no, today we're going to play <laughs> Hunter the Reckoning. But not the new 5th edition. The old school, OG, 1st edition. You our guys are imbued, unleashing hell upon the world. No, unleashing goodness upon the world? Uh, unleashing hell upon hell. Unleashing hell upon hell. hell. For those... <laughs> For those unfamiliar with this particular setting, Hunter the Reckoning, at least the first edition, is a story of people, regular people, who are gifted, imbued, some would say, by a higher power they don't understand. To, to be able to see the supernatural and given gifts to fight it. They made an important choice one day. They received a vision and thought, I should probably stop that. And they chose to and fight to this day against this, these greater evils. At least that was the way when the imbued, imbued first came. For a couple of years, this was the way. Until about five or so years ago. When no one knows how or why, the voices of the heralds, the beings that gave these, these hunters their powers stopped. And the hunters themselves Three things happened. They either died. They went insane, claiming they, though at least when they're not screaming, claiming they heard something. Or they just went missing. And for five or so years, there were no hunters in the world. Until the last couple of months, last year or so, when the imbues started appearing again, a new generation, unfamiliar with the path they walk, with at least initially no Hunter Net to get information from. A lot of the old information on Hunter.net, the website and server they use to house their information, is missing, perhaps because some of the computers that were maintaining it were destroyed in a violent rampage, or basically no one paid the internet bill, who knows? You guys are basically baby-faced hunters in a new world of darkness, trying to figure out things out. And that's where we start with our particular characters. So guys, I want you to say who you are, your characters, and the moment you were imbued. Dan or David, whichever one. Hey everybody, this is Dave, and I'm playing Sam Briggs. He is a young man from originally from Roanoke, North Carolina. Uh, in the Blue Ridge Mountains, and he has become a New York City transplant by way of looking for a better life, looking to better himself. Okay, look, he went to jail. He got caught up in some shit. He went to jail, and he found himself in New York City in order to start a new life, get far away from his old city, from his old family, and from his old friends, and start anew. He used to work in a college down in North Carolina, 
got into some trouble, got arrested, got out, came up to New York City, and now he works in a laundromat, slowly putting his life back together, figuring out what he would like to do. It was in this laundromat that Sam had a real bad day. His train was late, so he was late. He got chewed out by the manager, owner of the laundromat. And they sent him to the back in order to keep steam drying clothes. Since they also did dry cleaning, things like that. And the weirdest thing happened. It was as if time stood still while he was back there. The steam from the steamer he held in his hands just lingered in the air as if frozen. The clock stopped ticking. Everything stopped moving except for the old tube television that they kept in the corner, constantly tuned to various news networks overseas. Sam didn't speak any of the languages, but the person on the screen, then they spoke to Sam. They looked directly at him. They said his name. And through static and garbled message overlaid from their voice, they said, One of the things before you cannot be cleaned. The unclean will remain so until you do something about it. And that's when Sam heard a rustling in the rack in front of him from the clothes. And he saw the draping image of a disgusting creature, gaunt, jaundiced, yellow fingers and skin taut over a flattened skeleton with crushed eyes and shattered teeth and pointy ears and specks of hair on its scalp. It was forced into a gray suit that Sam was about to dry clean himself and it rustled and it looked over at him and it hissed. And Sam took up the steamer that was in his hand, shoved it into the gaping maw of the creature, turned it on, and Sam screamed, No, you are not real. And after a few agonizing moments of the creature screaming, it burst into mist, dissipated, and it wasn't real. And time started again. The clock started ticking. And the newscaster went back to speaking whatever language, as if nothing had happened. But Sam knew it was real. Because the suit still reeked of sulfur. And even though he cleaned it, he could never get the smell out. He handed that suit over to the owner, a creepy old man who looked like an undertaker from the 1800s, who held his nose up as he took the suit away, 
said thank you, and left. Sam still works there. But not because he's not afraid. Because he's afraid something like that will come back. Okay, great. Now I gotta follow that shit up. Um, <laughs> let me see. Should have jumped in, homie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I would if I had something. I got nothing. Yeah. Um, so I um, guess I'm just gonna fucking rant until I uh, until I come up with something halfway coherent. Hey, okay. guys, this is Dan. I am playing Nathaniel Nate Leaf, uh, aka the Professor. He is uh, uh, much just to simply uh, um, countermand what uh, Jesus said. Uh, not. Not a dewy-eyed, fresh hunter. I'm sorry. He is not a young man. Okay. Uh, he is middle-aged. He has been a professor. He uh, taught in college. Thank you very much. He is educated, um, and he is medicated. Uh, look, let me let me let me take a step back. It was a couple of years ago. Um, here's the thing. I and I just just to tell Jesus uh, uh, the the points that I didn't that I forgot to spend because it's not going to really have any in-game effect at all. But. Um, Technically, I was going to take the um, exposure uh, uh, background. Okay. I'm happy to just fucking drop one point from resources and put it in exposure so it fits. But exposure basically means I was exposed to Supernatural at least once before the imbuing. I'm okay with that. Um, it, it, that's really all it is. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, it was a couple of, it was a couple of, it was a few years ago. So it was about, you know, say five or so years ago, uh, as the professor, Professor Nathaniel uh, Leaf, was doing some research at the university. Which university? The, the university. It doesn't really matter. It's not like he works there anymore. It's not like they'd ever let him back in. Um, but there he was at the university doing a little bit of research at the library late at night, preparing for the courses that he had to teach the next day. When, well... Okay, he had had an edible that night. It wasn't his first. It wasn't his last. Sometimes, sometimes a man just needs a little something to take the edge off. And, well, it was either that or get drunk. And all his colleagues did the, did the whole drunk thing. And he was never much of a follower. So he picked his own particular uh, vice to follow. So at first, he, he was never at first very sure of what he saw that night, but he does remember how the lights really just seemed to go down and down. And he, 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 it wasn't his first late night at the library, uh, so he knew that these didn't have those fancy uh, motion-detecting lights here. They, they, they stayed on all night. After all, in a good university, there's people at the library 24-7 studying, researching, and preparing just like he was. And yet, and yet the lights went down, the library got dark and quiet. And he got the distinct feeling that he wasn't supposed to be there that night. He couldn't be clear on why exactly, but he does remember looking up and seeing... A door that wasn't there before. A door that he'd never seen in the library before. And he remembers seeing a person. Was it a man? He didn't know. He'd never gotten a really clear sign. But he does remember that person walking to the door. And then a symbol above the door. A religious symbol. One that, well, for most people, would have meant nothing. And even for him, it barely meant anything. But he had just been reading about this symbol. It was a symbol for a very small, very unknown religious cult that used to exist in the area several 
decades uh, ago. And then that's the most he remembered from that night. And soon after, he started researching the symbol. He didn't, he didn't remember anything else. He didn't know why it was so important, but he started researching the symbol. He started researching everything around it. He started researching the history of that religious organization. He started going on tangents, following different directions, finding himself oddly obsessed with whatever. He didn't understand it. He didn't know if it was important or not, but he knew he couldn't let it go to the point where it really started affecting his his work. Uh, the, the university started demanding that he spend less time on this weird pet project of his and more on the things that they actually pay him for. And he nodded and he smiled and he said he'd do exactly that and and then did no such thing because this so uh, Jesus how 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 long ago was it that we were that you know the messengers uh, for you guys back. Uh, yeah. for you guys it's about, been about a year but uh, it was 5 years ago when they suddenly well 5 or so years ago when they suddenly stopped and all the other hunters were dead gotcha gotcha um so yeah so it was up about a year ago where the professor was Pretty much on on his last leg with the university, they uh, they had just about enough of his shit, and he'd had just about enough of theirs. But even then, who knows? Maybe maybe his career could have been salvaged, were it not for the time when he decided that he was going to play a little bit of a, a kind of devil's advocate with one of his classes. And he started bringing up some of these topics in what was supposed to be a, a class on the history of the Revolutionary War in America. Um, he started bringing up all of a sudden the history of this previously unknown religious group that actually existed right here in the same university where we're standing. Nobody knows about it, but 50 years ago, and I know that's a long time after the revolution, but I will tie it together. I will put this in. He starts working on this, and as he starts talking about it, again, the lights seem to start getting a little bit lower. He looks out at his students, and he can't quite make them out anymore. They're there, they're shapes, they're people, but he can't quite see their faces. It's it's almost like like he's on a stage with a light looking down upon him, and it's just an amorphous audience out there as he's trying to explain these these theories that he's got, these these things that he's discovering, this hidden history of the world that he has. When all of a sudden he sees somebody at the very back of the class stand up and he can see them clearly. They're tall, they're beautiful, they're glowing. And in a voice that sounds like thunder, the figure says, You're fired. Shortly after, when uh, he came down from the psychiatric hold that he had been placed upon after suffering a, a complete and total mental breakdown, he, he was informed by letter by a lawyer uh, that he was no longer employed at the university for he had apparently gone on a what they termed a wild chase throughout campus uh, trying to find this 
glowing figure that he claimed to see as he pushed people out of the way, tried to 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 chase after this figure that he claimed he saw. He he remembers very little of this. He remembers seeing the figure. Figure he remembers waking up later in in a psychiatric hold. And ever since then, he's known he has to find this figure again. He knows it's out there. He knows deep inside that it's that same person he saw that night five years ago. And sometimes he hears that voice telling him where to look, to keep digging, to keep finding things. Hmm. In the meantime, he had to somehow uh, make rent as he had been fired. And so he found that the medicinal cannabis plants that he had been been growing for personal use uh, were also very handy for producing just enough product to to at least make rent. And so that's that's been his his hobby uh, as he uh, spends the rest of his time trying to chase down these these strange visions that he often has. Um, and that is how he, in fact, met. Uh, what was your character's name again? Sam. Sam, right, right. Because I, I have a feeling that after after Sam's own experiences, he might have been looking for for maybe uh, some something to take the edge off himself and therefore found himself uh, a, a client of my character. And that is that is how we met and eventually kind of realized we're, we're both working together. Furthermore, I think that I get a discount from your services yeah. because I offer you a barter. I take your clothes that reek of weed yes, and I dry clean them for free and give them back to you so that there you have professional clothes that never smell, that are like tightly wrapped in airtight plastic and professionally pressed at any given time that you need to go out and look like a man of distinction. There you go. See, mutual aid is uh, praxis. Yep. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So yeah, you guys have known each other for quite a few months and have actually recently, I'm not sure which way you started it, discovered hunter.net, the old uh, website where hunters of the past would connect together to try to ferret out evils of the world, of the country. So, so you guys have known each other for a few months. Uh, have you guys hunted anything in those few months or just discovered that you're hunters and trying to figure things out? Hunted those nugs. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting for saying we, we, we found something. Um, I, like, at least my dude is always on the hunt, but, like, he's... He's a researcher, so he's always on the hunt looking for leads. Whether we whether any of those leads have panned out, up to you, but he, but he we've been on hunts. <laughs> um, I yeah. think that uh first of all, let's talk about our uh let's talk about our resources. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's this guy, Nukes Top Five. He's a really <laughs> solid source. We think he's a hunter. Yep, yep. On YouTube. On YouTube, that's him now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, new new app just dropped. Yeah, new app just dropped. You guys want to ch- you guys might want to chase after these uh, floating pants. <laughs> Still one of the scariest videos I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Legitimately, uh, I think that uh, we follow like supernatural TikToks, and we you know go on conspiracy theory like Reddit's and stuff like that. But hyper localized. But we also use a local police like scanner app uh known as um what's a good 
what's a good name for like basically citizen, but not c- the citizen app. Vigilance. Vigilance. Uh, yeah, we use the Vigilance app, mm-hmm. and that like you know pops up with all kinds of crimes in your area, and we look for weird ones. Most often, we just kind of show up looking around mm-hmm. and don't find anything. Yeah, but when we do. When we find even the slightest hint of something amiss, Sam goes a little fucking crazy. Uh, Sam is kind of like an eager pit bull. (laughs) He, you know, he's friendly, uh, loves people he loves. That's great. But for real, if you show him a threat, then then the shit, there's a switch that flips. (laughs) Yep. and so Sam is very, very energetic and like jittery when they're on the hunt. Now, what did we actually find that was something that we had to hunt and kill? Because it wouldn't be with Sam, it wouldn't be with Sam and you, it would yeah. not be hunt and talk to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'm going to make things. More challenging for you. Mm-hmm. It cannot be a vampire. Mm-hmm. It cannot be that a werewolf. Be a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. And it cannot be a ghost. Mm. Um, oh, I've got an idea. Mm-hmm. The best way that Sam can describe it is a jellyfish from the sky. Ooh. So this thing was virtually invisible to the human eye. But it was a gelatinous blob that would float through the air on the wind and had tentacles dripping off of it that had acid and barbs attached to them. And there were people on rooftops that were disappearing. And it was swooping down. It's unclear whether or not it could control itself. But it would catch people, pull it up into them to itself, and devour them. And people were disappearing on rooftops. And the good professor here started to figure out that there was a pattern. And mm-hmm. the pattern was the weather. And with a very specific temperature and a very specific wind, this thing would appear at night. And we tracked it down and we managed to kill it by using... What 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 weird thing did we like put together? I feel like it's probably like some weird chemical compound when you're like, you can't punch it, Sam. <laughs> it's made of acid. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, he gave you like these uh little um sort of uh paintball pellets that yeah, were yeah, filled yeah. with like baking so like big they're basically like anti antacids like these ground up antacids <laughs> yeah basically yeah, that was nice. like ineffectively <laughs> yep because you'd probably actually try to like shoot it mm-hmm. and it's like it's just like yellowfish like your bullets just went through like yes mm-hmm. yep did that do anything i have no clue is it angry i, I think it was angry before honestly yeah. <laughs> i don't know also new york city it's probably not the first time it's been shot yeah, <laughs> fair enough yeah, so uh, the professor gave me a paintball gun with um, specifically designed paintball pellets that had been drained and then refilled with uh, various chemicals. And then I shot the living shit out of it and it just 
it was actually really anticlimactic. <laughs> I was expecting, Sam was expecting this like grandiose firefight where he's running away from the thing. And like, no, it was like swooping down to get a giant piece of uh, fish that we had bought in Chinatown. And we had stuck it up on stilts to kind of look like a scarecrow. And as it was swooping down, when it picked up the fish, Sam shot the hell out of it with the pellets. And it just deflated Mm -hmm. and kept going down. And then it just landed in an alleyway and disappeared, became slime. I still got some of that slime. Yeah, we we, we got it. But like, it was, here it comes. Okay. Okay, prof, I got it. Sploosh. (laughs) (laughs) And like, that was Sam's first interaction Mm -hmm. with hunting. Like, it wasn't even disappointing it was just so anticlimactic and so he's just been like he still has that air gun by the Mm -hmm. way of course he does and now when he's thinking in his room he fires the air gun at like a uh no he shoots the air gun on the roof of his building at a target that he's set up when he's like needs to think yeah cool all right so it's like I said, it's been a couple of months. You had that one encounter. And recently, I'm going to assume Nate was the one that discovers this. He discovered at least the remnants of Hunter.net. It took a it took a bit to truly find mm. it because it was not it's, you can't really Google search it weirdly enough. Mm. It took a bit of deep diving, but he thinks that this was like the original message board for hunters of the past day. Oh, by the way, you discovered there were hunters in the past. You're not the only two in existence. Checks out. But as far as you can tell, the messages stopped, just stopped like five-ish years ago. And a lot of the website links are 404s, just non-existent. Something seems to have happened. But as you begin your search, you do discover that there is one particular poster that seems very knowledgeable about the hunter condition. Okay. At le- her handle, at least on the website, was uh, Search for Truth 22 with a bit of deep diving and because things have been really updated forever, so no one's really trying to hide anything, you realize her name was Lisa Winslow. And she lived in the town of East Velens. Uh, One second. What's her name? Winslow? Lisa Winslow, yes. Uh, she lives in the town of, after some more searching, lives in a town of East Velens in Tennessee, uh, in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Hmm. And this East Villains itself is a small town, uh, about twenty five hundred. With a quick Google search, you've realized it. Uh, it is a like it's not very famous. It's known for a failed train robbery in eighteen eighteen. The train station it hasn't been in use since nineteen twenty. It has a stat. It has a statue of the of a famous cattle rustler named Franklin Keene. The statue was f- paid for by Franklin Keene, and it has a local bakery uh, known as the Lone Turkey. And that's all you really know about this particular very small town. But as you search, try to do a search on Winslow, you realize it's famous for a fourth thing. The Winslow House. Famous because around five-ish years ago, Lisa Winslow went insane and went on a murder spree. And it was, it became famous, not because she went on a murder spree and killed three people, but how she killed them. By basically, with a hammer, splitting their skulls open. One quote, a couple of the quotes before she was put down. 
was you need to see, open your mind. And that's all you really got. Bit literal, but yeah. yeah. With a hammer? With a hammer. And then she died? Oh, she got shot. So, yes. Yep. Oh, but that's who's posting. Hmm? She was posting until, you know, the massacre thing. Hmm. Oh, and then is no longer. Is no longer posting after that event. Okay. Because, you know, dead. Yep. Well, that seems a shame. Mm-hmm. And so... What, 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 sorry, what did they post that that made us figure? Uh, no, because she was a theory crafter. She was trying to figure uh, out what okay. the heralds were. She was trying to get in contact with like what their ver- views of what the heralds were, of like what their mission really is. Mm-hmm. Oh, but five years ago when everyone lost their minds, she lost her mind too. That's what it seems like, yeah. Mm. Although you don't, here's the thing, you don't know about them losing their minds necessarily. You know that the messages stopped. Okay. Yeah. But a lot of the message... Well, okay. I don't you, have you, any Your characters sort of, would not. Your characters my would character not. sure shit doesn't Yes, know. does not yeah. know about any of this, no. Okay. So, let's set the scene, if you're all right with that, Jesus. Yes. It's in my characters. Now, my character has a resources of two, uh, because he has a couple of deals like he does with uh, good Nate here, the good mm-hmm. professor where he literally launders things for people <laughs> and makes a pretty good buck on the side for it. So he has a resources of two. He has a place in Queens where people who know how to stretch their buck go. And he's got a technically two bedroom apartment. It's that all that means is that it's like, there's a small, small second room, but they're in his living room and Sam is smoking cigarettes and walking around with the paint gun and just manically pacing back and forth to the point where the, you know, the camera pans down and it shows that there's like, Oh, there's a worn out strip on the, um, on the, the wood, uh, where it's been, uh, wax. All right. So <clears throat> prof, let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. So this chick, uh, might have, um, don't be a, a, a murderer, but also before that, she was one of us. As far as I can tell, yeah. I mean, she definitely knew about stuff that uh, only makes sense for folks like us. Yo, when she had money, she had like enough to have a big old house and stuff, right? Five years ago, yeah. Oh, shoot. Well, what's that with inflation? <laughs> Probably not bad. It was a joke. That's fine. <laughs> uh... Oh, yeah, I can pull it up in the calculator. Yeah. So you think no, so do you think that uh do you think there might, might still be stuff there about uh what's going on? You know what uh we um I hate to use the term, but uh what we are? I mean, look, I've been trying to find out information since all this started going weird a year about a year ago, so this is the best lead I've got so far. I know it's not much of one, but hey. We do keep saying we need to get out of town sometime, right? Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, this town will not let you take a goddamn breather, let alone a vacation. Uh, well, all right. Well, I'll tell uh, uh, my boss I'm sick or, uh, you know, a relative died or something. All right. I mean, I'm easy. I'm, I, I could go right now, but we'd probably be gone, let's see, 
Google Maps. How long is it going to take to drive there? I mean, yeah, we're, we're looking at a few days. All right, 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 right. I mean, because right. we're driving. I ain't, I ain't got cash for a plane ticket up there. Also, you know, oh. planes. Don't trust them. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got an idea. I got an idea. Um, um, um. Can you, uh, uh, do, do you know how to make things on the computer? Like, uh, like Photoshop and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, I'm not good at it, but, yeah. Could you make me a, um, 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 what's it called? A, uh, uh. A court order for uh, for jury duty? I mean, not a good one, no. But if it'll, if it's just a, I don't your mean boss. to be unkind, and I know my uh, method of speaking is not going to uh, assist us whatsoever. But um, they're English in the, their first language, so uh, fair, fair. Yeah, could could you just put something together for me? I can, I can try. Oh, that'd be great. Thank you. Roll for it. No, I'm kidding. Go nope. ahead. That'd be <laughs> amazing. <to> roll. <laughs> no, you're able to. I'm going to say you're able to put something together. It's not good. It's not great, but English is a second language. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it works. <laughs> I definitely, yes. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, we should talk about what our characters look like. Oh, right. What do you characters Yeah, so like? our camera, camera pans down uh, into the apartment. It is a, uh, it's not a dingy apartment, but it's only got like, Two windows in living room and one window in each quote unquote bedroom. And so it doesn't get a lot of light. It is all the same walls, you know, like the, the interior decorator white, all of the, there is no design premise for the apartment. It is all clearly free furniture. Uh, now for those who have been to New York city, Getting free furniture from the side of the street is actually probably the, honestly, as long as you check it and clean it, best fucking way to mm-hmm. <laughs> get yep. the most comfortable furniture you've yep. ever had in yep. your lives. Let's give the smell test and the, uh, you know. Bed bug test. Yeah, bed, bed bug, bug oh, test. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You want yeah, the yeah, bed bug yeah, test. Exactly. Yep. Uh, but it is all over the map. There's like an antique leather recliner. There's a 17th century, like, fainting couch there's a like brand new ikea couch that the professor is like sitting on uh there are lamps that are just 1960s 1970s it is uh it's like an episode of loki it makes no goddamn like (laughs) linear linear sense uh and so uh sam looks like uh he looks like wheeler from captain planet he's got like bright red hair he's a white freckled face he's uh he clearly exercises but he's not like a athlete physique he's like i move around and do a lot of physical work physique and he's smoking a cigarette and has doesn't have like the greatest teeth uh he's got a um, twitch to one side of his face sometimes when he's thinking and he's missing a notch from one of his right, his right ear. And uh, he's got some tattoos that are just unfortunate tribal. Cause I don't want to have to think of complicated tattoos and he's wearing like cargo shorts and a uh, Deftones t-shirt. And he's like in his twenties. Uh, Nate, for his part, is in his late forties. He's he's got real um, uh, crepes. What's the name of the 
uh, character from Back to the Future, the professor. Uh, oh, Doc Brown? Doc Brown. He's got real Doc Brown vibes, honestly. Uh, you know, kind of uh, unkempt, uh, uh, mostly. He's gone white very early. He's got unkempt, mostly white hair. Uh, but he doesn't, as I said, he's not wrinkled. He's not old. He's just late middle-aged. Uh, the one thing, though, that he does have that is very much stand out uh, because the rest of him is just, he tends to dress very casually, just shirts, coats, jeans, uh, very nondescript kind of guy. Uh, but he does have a very intense stare. He's got very sort of almost uh, crystal blue eyes uh, and they're very, very noticeable. Cool. Mm-hmm. How does he dress? Uh, very, very slowly in the morning, honestly. Um, like I said, no, he's very nondescript. T-shirt, jeans, coats. Like cool. he's, It's just everyday clothing like nothing mm-hmm. that would stand out among among any kind of crowd cool. it's like yeah i like it okay yep and so you guys got the information so do you guys no role necessary to fake a letter yep and yep. you guys just head off to tennessee mm-hmm. cool cool i did not take that merit that allows me to read maps so i'm assuming we end up <laughs> in florida I yeah. mean, it, it takes a, it takes a couple of days extra because you just can't read that map. Yeah, it, and, just, and obviously Google Maps merit, doesn't exist on your phone. Exactly. No, without that merit, we are lost. <laughs> damn, I mean, now damn. that we don't have that merit, we need to go on some sort of map quest. Exactly. Oh, oh. shout out to Map Quest. You did what? your you did your best. They you got bought best. by Google. One of the OGs uh, did they probably they had probably, to have probably been. yeah. I don't know what's that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, so <laughs> as Dan looks up the stock price for MapQuest, yeah. uh, so you, yeah, you so you take a drive, and I'm, and by the way, time wise, it is around December, around December fourteenth, fifteenth. Mm. Begin driving down to uh, East Valens, and eventually reach there. There's no, you're not waylaid by ghosts or anything like that along the way. Just passing by rest stops every once in a while to, mm. you know, sleep. I don't know whether you sleep at a motel or in, a, in your car. It's up to you. Um, how many nights is it? Uh, I'm going to say, I mean, drive, drive or, from here to Illinois, I can, I can say Tennessee from, oh, oh, Tennessee. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I was going to say, uh, if, it's, say if, if it's Illinois, it's like, yeah, it's overnight basically. But yeah, I'm going to say two, I'm guessing yeah. if we just drove like straight, straight, we shouldn't do that if we're expecting a fight and we're, this is not mission critical. This is how Sam would say it. it's like, it's not, it's not mission critical. Uh, we're not at any sort of time frame right now, so let's just be cool, sleep in the car one night, get a motel the second night, right? So we're driving a hatchback, we got plenty of room, and, uh, we will, uh, you know, rest right before we get there. But let's not put the pedal to the metal and risk, you know, getting rested, pulled over, or, uh, being exhausted when we show up and there's a goddamn giant gamera. That uh, is attacking. Side note: something that Nate knows about Sam loves sci-fi. <laughs> Fucking loves it. Loves reading, constantly reading sci-fi, constantly watching old sci-fi. Uh, anything that's on Tubi, he is a Tubi. <laughs> Let me ask you a question: Would your characters expect to fight a giant monster as soon as you arrive, arrive or on the way not. to East Valens? That's not what. I, that's not what I'm about. So no. I don't know, but I got the uh, I got the air gun. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I got I got all those pellets. Yeah, yeah. We're good to go. Okay. So yeah. So and yeah. It is since it's around Tennessee, it starts like there's some heavy snow. Mm-hmm. So much so you actually have to put those some snow tracks on your wheels to Ooh. get through. Yeah. But eventually, you reach the town, the small town of East Valens. At least it's 
downtown. I say with quotation marks, it's more like in the center because you're passing a bunch of houses along the way. Mm-hmm. Some of them cluster together of like 20, 30. Of every once in a while, there's one that's far away from the other houses, mm-hmm. but eventually reach the center town. Are you heading straight to Winslow where you know that the Winslow house is? Because I'm going to say you're arriving around the morning. Yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah, if it's the morning, you know, might as well just drive up there. Yeah, sure. Unless you wanted to like stop and get something to eat first. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, case out the joint, or like get a feel for the town first. Yeah, worth a shot, just in case we're stuck here for a while. Exactly. Oh no, our producer's here. Ah, <laughs> uh, that cat. All right. Uh, you want to like Rochambeau to see uh, who uses the sat when we walk in there? Yeah, I got this. I got this. All right. He says, let's see. <sighs> yeah. He takes it. I'm ready. <laughs> Wait. Was that an amphetamine? Was that weed? Oh, that was oh, weed. So oh, okay. okay. So where are you it looking to go right 9:15 now? It's 9.15 a.m. right now, Professor. I know, and I've been awake for like an hour now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an hour of pure hell. <laughs> exactly. So question, where are you going exactly? Diner. Just Breakfast. to look at it? Yeah. All right. You go to Stacy's Diner. Uh, dive in. There's a... Smallish diner, like uh, you see one person uh, in behind the kitchen because there's a nice window that shows the kitchen. Uh, there's uh, one woman behind a desk behind a, uh, behind a register. I know the woman just serving people. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hopefully you don't see anything because I would love some pancakes. I mean, before I even... Uh, uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I, I, I go ahead and spend conviction or anything, or anything um, I've got I've got awareness, I've got intuition, I have got perception. I'm going to Okay. What are you I'm looking gonna, for exactly? He's it's mostly an awareness role in this cuz he's 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 checking the vibe, literally checking the vibe of the place, right? Cuz it's 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 about that supernatural awareness. So he's getting we're here for the vibe. We're trying to see how does this town feel uh, at a supernatural level as he's just looking the place out. Give me an awareness does it role. give me the willies? Give does me it an give awareness me the, role. Does it give me the shivers? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be perception plus awareness. awareness yep. So that's uh, six. And what is my difficulty? Yep. Difficulty, I'm just going to say six. All Standard. Right. Uh, so that's... Anyway. Uh, yeah, let's see here. There we go. One, two, three, four, five, six. And we have uh, two successes. Oh, but also no two. two ones. So you get nothing. I get nothing. Yeah. So yep. yeah. No, I walk in and the the first the, my my first impression is 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 nothing. Um, yep. And I go like, let's, let's get some coffee first, just <laughs> to see what it, what it you know what the town is like mm-hmm. before I uh, really properly wake up. Okay. Uh yeah, you you guys um assuming sit down to get ready to take an order. Yeah. Yeah, you guys sit down, and eventually a woman, a dark woman with a fro, comes up to you. How can I help you, honey? Um, could I get some pancakes, please? Of course. Pancakes? Uh, two or three? Oh, three, please, and a, a tall coffee black. Of course. You mm-hmm. like that, two on the coffees? Two on the coffees? Yeah. Anything else? Oh, uh, no, I'm good. All right. All right. And she turns around and walks. So, uh, nothing, right? We're good? I mean, so far, so good. Doesn't really give me the willies or the shivers or anything like that figure if the place was more crowded maybe I'd take a closer look but just yeah it just seems like a okay little town alright cool good to know yeah. let's, get our, let's get our breakfast in and uh, take a look at the place alright uh, after after like eight five, after cats <laughs> after five or ten minutes uh, the pancakes come in in front of you guys and you guys eat you guys notice nothing odd about the pancakes or the people around you so far. Yeah, seems like a normal little town. Great. 
Alright, cool. In and out. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fandible. If you liked it, then head on over to Fandible.com. We've done a lot of games, and I'm sure there's something there you'll like. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Discord. If you find a few dollars burning a hole in your pocket, then you can go to Patreon forward slash Fandible and become a member. You get early releases and access to special Discord chats, and we get to keep the lights on. Finally, please give us a rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It's super helpful, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.